Slice Audio. Vikings Water Cooler Talk with Stitch and BJ. Vikings! Your Minnesota Vikings. Skull, baby! Skull! Wow! Another heart attack-centric game. I don't even know really what to say, but we're going to try to make sense of it all. Welcome to Vikings Water Cooler Talk with Stitch, BJ, and Matt, Mike, Anahay, and fact-checking Matt. Yeah. <laughs> what in the yep, world I'm was here. that? Okay. Wow. <laughs> what in the world it, was that? A mixed emotion game of fire all of our coaching. What are we doing to all of a sudden you're the best ever? You know? <laughs> like the, in one game. Indianapolis Colts, what happened? Oh I don't know, gosh. man. That was insane. But uh, 33 to nothing. The b- largest NFL comeback in history. Yeah. And it's crazy to me. It is wild, dude. And Matt Ryan was a part of both NFL comebacks in history. Yeah, that sucks sucks for him. That sucks for him. (laughs) I feel bad because Matt Ryan's a a stand-up dude. He's a great quarterback. He's elite or was at one point. Yep. And, you know, tries to go cut, rename himself or rebrand himself in in the Colts world. Yeah. And it's like... Yeah. <laughs> and what do you do? He's struggle busting. You know what I mean? And yeah. He got benched at one point this year, kind yeah. of, and then they fired their coach, and then Jeff now Saturday. all of a sudden he's back in there, and he's not doing too bad. And yeah, he played pretty well actually. I mean, yeah, he played it great wasn't, that first half. You know, <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> happened, man. All I know is that we were texting each other, us three. Yeah. And it was like, this is the most disgusting game I've ever seen oh, in my it was life. So it bad. was embarrassing. I was like, what? It just feeds the fuel to the fire, and you know how many people, how many TikTok videos are out right now, which I'm sure I'm yeah. surprised that nobody deleted them. They're like, "This is the worst ten and two team or whatever, yeah. t- ten and three team ever," yeah. and they're frauds and blah blah blah. And then we just did the impossible. I just don't understand how it even happened. It blew my mind. Because even that that pick in the second half that Kirk threw, which was not on Kirk, that was Jalen Reagan's fault, yep. by the way. But like that pick, I was like, all right, so that just kind of is going to make sure that we don't come back. But yeah. we still, it's just as I kept watching it, I was like, there's no way we lose this game now. There's no way that we come back from 33 down yeah. to lose this game. Right? It's just insane. I just don't know what to think about it. It blew my mind. It blew my mind, Yeah, I don't too. know how many times, Mitchell, you, you texted, oh, this game's over. Oh, this game's over. And I was just like. <laughs> yeah. I was it's like, like twice. Yeah, it probably is, you know. But it, it was like it was like our whole season wrapped up in one game, right? Because like our defense was underperforming, was doing letting letting them run the ball, letting them pass the ball. I mean, they, they could essentially kind of came out and just were like, "Who wants the ball? Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, who, wants, who it? wants it? I'm gonna throw it up." You know, yep. and it was like real bad. Our offense couldn't do crap except for give them back the ball. Yeah, we just we couldn't get the run game going. We couldn't passing. It was like. Just little things were off. You know what I mean? Like, it, it was just not looking good. It got out of hand real quick. Our O-line wasn't blocking, right? And then all of a sudden we come back from the half. Uh, we have the the other side of Jackal and Hyde of our defense. All of a sudden they're stopping. They're they're making stands. Like, And then our offense is like, huh? We better crap or get off the pot. So they start, you know, throwing. Thank goodness Justin Jefferson wasn't hurt. Yeah. I haven't seen any more about that. But it's like, oh no! I think that first hit where he laid on the ground for a while, I think he had the wind knocked out of him. 
Yeah. Which was, and it takes a little bit of time to get yeah. to, you know what I mean? Must have really been Wallace. And then the one that he got hit under the chin and he had to come out of the game because he got hit so hard and he right. was defensive. That's part of the concussion protocol. You yeah. have to be removed and to get cleared. And he was out. obviously fine. Yeah. So that dude is a monster. That, that that route that he did on Stephen Gilmore. Oh, he had to score that touchdown. Because <laughs> I think Gilmore is a Hall of Fame receiver, cornerback, I think. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's definitely a you know big-time Put him on corner. skates, though. But, yeah, he, but before the game, he's like, I'm going to tell you what, Justin's not going to be hitting no gritty on me. And the way that Justin just put him on skates and just – that was one of the nastiest routes oh, I've yeah. ever and seen. just stared at you him. Could just <laughs> tell, you could yeah. tell he was just like, no. No, this is – yeah, that was nasty. That just happened. That was nasty. So – either of you guys know the what the deal is the inside joke is on uh our receivers other receivers but it's like i see it a lot with ours faking an injury is part of their celebration oh it's a tiktok thing yeah i mean i get that like when kj fell down and did the hump thing i get that oh you mean alexander madison or alexander madison sorry when he did that i get i've seen that tiktok trend but like the the faking like you're injured thing I, i guess i haven't seen any of that yeah i think it's just kind of the same but yeah, it's yeah. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I, I think it's kind of dumb, honestly, in my what opinion. Are those but kids up to with their faking injuries. Yeah, <laughs> whatever though. So thirty three to nothing, and we come out in the second half. Patrick Peterson told Kirk, "Hey, we only need five touchdowns. Yeah, <laughs> that's all. I, we only need five touchdowns. Okay, you know that kind of puts it in perspective. And you know what's funny is that that first drive that we got because we got the ball. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. we went three and out. I'm pretty sure. We went three and out, and yeah. I'm just like, oh, my God, dude, are you serious? Yep. And then we got made a stop. Our defense. And then KJ came to play yesterday. Yep, KJ's Over like, 100 yards, this. 140 yards, I think, uh, well, receiving. Was, you could tell they were being a little hesitant with JJ. Like, what's the deal? Yeah. Is he actually hurt? What's going on? So KJ's like, dude, it, cream rises to the top. Throw me the ball. Let's yep. go. That one uh, in the first half, that diving catch that he made, that kind of put a spark in our offense, even though it wasn't called a catch. Yeah, it was another one of those can't let the you know can't let the ball move when it hits the ground. I yeah. mean, it yeah. is what it is. Yeah, I mean, he was the one that started it all. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So KJ had that big big pass yep. play in the second half. Then he scored the touchdown, and then CJ Ham scores that mm-hmm. that one yard touchdown, and then JJ puts Gilmore on skates, gets that touchdown. Yeah. And we, I can't remember what the last, was. yeah, Dalvin's that that huge screenplay. That was the one that brought us within two. And then, isn't that wild? Yeah, like last week, end of last week, you're like, why don't we run more screenplays? We used to oh, kill yeah. the screenplays. Yeah, boom, screenplay for whatever sixty two yards. Yeah. yeah, it was, and then he carried. Carried two guys into the end zone. One with of them is linemen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and not really, but two still. linemen's. Um, also, like our defense, even though, like, I mean, I don't know. Ed Donatel must have heard the message because we blitzed forty percent of the time yesterday. Yeah, it made a difference. Well, and I think Matt Ryan's a blitzable quarterback. Moving. Yeah, right. Because, oh yeah, he because he can't move. He can't move. Right. So maybe maybe the the reasons he don't blitz is is like why take a guy away from possible coverage or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where in this situation, he's like, no, we can definitely get to the quarterback in time, you know, because it's him. Yeah, yeah. And and we did. We we sacked him a couple times. We didn't get any picks out of the deal, though. And not didn't, to mention, didn't no, we didn't get one oh. interception. Well, there was uh, two fumbles. We should yeah. have got yeah, so th- touchdowns. But, that, yes. that was another thing that they had three turnovers on us. We had zero, and we still won the game. That doesn't yeah. happen. It doesn't no, happen. They still We still got that one. 
I mean, it wasn't a it wasn't a turnover for a touchdown. Oh yeah, but we still got the ball. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, but yeah, those two touchdowns that were called back, that was just. Yeah, that was kind of bull ass. Uh, yeah, so that's another thing I was talking to you, Brown. I was like, you know, usually a game like that, you would think that the refs would be making calls for us, mm-hmm. but they didn't. They were, mm-hmm. <laughs> they were not on our sides. The pass interference calls that we got and a couple, uh, you know, like I think Kirk got hit right in the head. I mean, yeah. those are calls you have to call. Like, they're, yeah. they're not questionable calls, you know what I mean? So yeah. the re- when Stefan Gilmore wrapped his whole arm around his head and threw him to the ground. Yeah. Didn't call that yeah. one either. Yeah. So I just, I mean, we just, like I said, whatever happened on Saturday, whatever we saw, that does not happen. We just witnessed American history, NFL history, and we're we're Vikings fans. And it leads me to just talk about, like, the game against the Buffalo. We should not have won that game. Somehow Mm -hmm. figured out a way to win the game. We shouldn't have won, even though that's a Colts team that's not very good, that's still a Colts team that was a playoff team a year before. You know what I mean? Like, they're not a bad team. So... We it just doesn't happen. So like, are are we a team of destiny? Like, like just some of the things that have happened this year. This is one of the most exciting years yeah. as a Vikings fan that I've ever been a part of. Besides the Brett Favre year, it's weird. It's right? just I don't. It's like everything, even with things against us, with the refs, the media, yeah, everybody against us. We just figure out a way to make it happen. It's weird because, like I've said all along, all this whole year is I do believe we are a team of destiny because. Things have just been happening, yeah. right? Uh, uh, the Tua going out, and then Teddy going out, and then here we are beating the Dolphins on their third-string quarterback. Could we have beat them with Tua? I don't know. I think we may never know. But, you know yeah. what I mean? But but we didn't have to worry about it. Buffalo Bills comes in. He's got a hurt uh, elbow. Does that play a part in the fact that we it made it a game? Yeah. Buffalo is having some struggles just like we are, just not as bad. And it's like we were, we just hit them at the right time. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you originally look at our schedule and we're like, there are some teams here that we can't beat. Yeah. You know, uh, the, the plus side is like when we played the Eagles for, for them, I think we could beat them now or at least run with them. They walloped us. Hey, hey. I say that, but then the Cowboys, the Cowboys come in all healthy and I'm thinking, crap, we haven't played Dak Prescott. And the last time we played them, we beat them. Yeah. Not the Cowboys, but Dak Prescott. Right. right? And then, no, they, they put a hurt on us. But, you know, that's what my fear a little bit was with the Colts is they're all defense, not much of an offense. And we struggle with that a little bit yeah. as it showed. But yeah, I was still thinking we'd be on the I don't know, man. It was just insane. Matt, what are your thoughts about that? Like that was just it just doesn't happen, man. And we keep finding ways to make it happen. Destiny. Uh <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I came down from it probably I don't know, last night. Yeah. Still on a rush from that whole entire game. I was at work, you know. Luckily I've got TVs to watch the game and I live in Minnesota. So that game was on Well, it would have been on anyways, I guess, cause it was on Saturday, but yeah. um, I had people like literally just coming into my store that just, they weren't even there to buy anything. They weren't <laughs> even there. They were just like wanted to witness. They were like, I was, I had left like the bar. I was on my way home. We were still listening to the game. And then all of a sudden this stuff, this comeback started happening. So I was right here. I know that there's a TV in here and I know that it would be on. (laughs) So (laughs) they were just coming in to watch it. You know, it doesn't help my sales out, but they were coming in to watch it. And you were just watching it with um, them. And I were just watching it. Yeah. And everybody was going crazy, you know, and it's, it's, it's a very special thing. Um, It is, you know, it, it it was insane. Like how many games this year 
this year alone have been, but they, uh, you know, how many there were this just this year? Uh, yeah, that I have mean, been well, like games of my whole life now. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like I'll yeah. remember that Buffalo game probably for a long time. Yeah, you know, forever. This game, you're definitely going to remember forever. Yeah, you know. So, and and Kirk Cousins is going to go down as one of the greatest comeback cornerbacks ever. Yeah, now. he's like ingrained in it. Yeah, because yeah. of this game. So I, I remember that being a thing back when he was with um, now the Commanders, but with Washington. I remember that being a thing that they talked about back then too. Is, well, that you liked that game. He yeah. he was down. I think by seventeen that game. I think I can't remember. Don't was that against the Packers? To nothing. It was twenty three to nothing. Yeah. Okay, yeah, and then he came sure. and yeah. he came back and won that game, and that's where the you like yeah. that came from. And the also, I want to shout out the announcers of this game. I love both of them. Nate Burleson is actually a Viking. Used yep. to be a Viking, yep. and they actually did a thing for him during yeah, one of the commercial breaks. Yep. Yeah, which was really cool. But I thought the commentators were amazing. But they kept announcing it. Um, he, he he said he brought it up. He was like, "Kirk Cousins has done this before. It wasn't this much, but he's done it yep. before. It's that you like that game, you know." And so it's just it's just awesome to witness um it, it, something it, like that it's wild you know have you ever played sports with somebody who or even maybe even a video game with somebody who's just obviously so much better than you right <laughs> yeah and and they, and they let you score a bunch of points and then they just come in and like sweep the rug out <laughs> and like and like kill you and you're like oh i can't believe i just came back is that like what we did you know what i mean like we were like go ahead colt get on out there and the coach was like okay maybe 25 27 maybe and then it was like oh crap they got 33 Hey guys, next half, like we better get after it. <laughs> no, hey, it, I, only, it only takes five <laughs> touchdowns. It only takes five touchdowns. Five touchdowns. There's teams that haven't made five touchdowns in oh, one game they, this year. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? We, we just Jefferson has more receiving yards than the Atlanta Falcons do as a full team. So you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah, that's insane. <laughs> I don't think any about. team is going like, all right, let's get, let's go to thirty-three to nothing, and then hope we come back. I don't think well, anybody is like that. The records we're setting, though. You know what I mean? Like I just the stupid records we're setting. We're setting records like this biggest yep. comeback. Uh, Justin Jefferson setting records. You know what I mean? Yep. Like he's only uh, three hundred yards away. Yeah. Three hundred yards away. And it's what they kept saying it during the game. He's on pace to be able to break the all-time season record, but he just needs like one more yard per game on average. Yep. Well, we just he had a two fifty last week and you know the week before last or whatever. Yep, and then this yep. week, I don't know what his total was, but it's ridiculous. Yep. And yeah, and even after getting walloped constantly, just constantly they were kept trying to take him out of the game. You yeah, tell. yeah, for you real, know? man, it's just insane. I just don't get it. But Kirk Cousins is leading the NFL in, this year in comebacks. We are ten and zero in one score games. Yeah. Uh, and it, well, there was a stat that I just said before we cracked the mic too. That <laughs> also, have you seen those memes going around with him sipping on his Gatorade? And those those times that they catch him, like the stat pops up. That says, "Oh, no team has ever come back." It's always a picture of Kirk sipping on his Gatorade. In those <laughs> yeah. games, we come back and win. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he yeah, was. I wonder like, if there's like something else in that Gatorade. I don't know, man. Uh, but teams are now two and hundred and three when trailing by twenty plus at halftime in NFL history. The two wins are by none other than Kirk Kirk Cousins. Kirk Ocean, <laughs> dude. He was like, he was like in this, I, and I can't believe nobody's made this. Maybe they haven't. I just haven't seen it. But he was like. Hold my cactus bread and watch this. Yeah, for real. You know? He had uh, 44 
44 yards in the first half. Ended up with 460 at the end of the game. That's wild. It's insane. And then that is the second most passing yards in a single game in NFL history. That's just crazy. This is like, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, I don't care. We're not a team that's going to, obviously, we're not going to dominate anybody. But we can beat anybody. It might look bad doing it, and then something Mm -hmm. sparks, and then we're like, oh, God. But like we get in the playoffs, you know, we're gonna have we got to win out for that two seed because mm-hmm. I'd rather play a seven seed first at home. But we're either gonna have to play as of now, it'd be the Commanders or it's gonna be the Lions. Yeah, and I feel like even though the Lions are great right now, I think if they come back to Minneapolis and we play the Lions in the first round of the playoffs, we're gonna we're gonna take care of business because yeah. we're gonna we're gonna remember that loss. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But that's another conversation for another time. But I'm just that game is just so unreal. Even like again, like even I talked about this at the Buffalo game too. It was like my girlfriend. She's she's not a football fan. She doesn't mm-hmm. understand the game. Doesn't know it. She's from Serbia. Whatever. But she's like, she comes upstairs. She's downstairs talking to her parents in, in Serbian language for like an hour and a that's half. Gotta be hot as right. <laughs> so she comes upstairs, and she's like, "How's the Vikings doing?" And I'm like. I'm just on my computer, like aggressively <laughs> doing work or something, you know. And she looks at the score. She goes, "Oh, I'm sorry." And then, like, she goes away and comes back and starts seeing. Like, she's like, "Oh my god, what is going on?" Like, and then yeah. she actually stays and watches the whole game. And she's like, "This is unreal." Yeah, because I was like, yeah. "You are literally witnessing American history." Like, this yeah, is this huge is happening right now. I just, it's just wild. Also, there was no leads that were safe yesterday. No. <laughs> Did you see that? There yeah, was like yeah. five games where one team was winning and then that other team came back and won. Yeah. That was crazy. How about the Jags beating the Cowboys? Yeah, that dude, that nice. helps us for sure. It would sure. have been cool if the Bears could have done it. They got The Bears kind of got cheated a little bit in theirs too. Yeah, I was going to say that. The Bears, because you were talking about the Eagles earlier, it's like we've talked about this. The Eagles are a little bit of a different team when they play away. I mean, they're still obviously the most complete team in the NFL. It's very, very evident. But they play a little bit differently when they're not at home, and the Bears gave them their best shot, man. Mm-hmm. Jalen didn't have good stats in that first half. I think he no. had like one pick and only 40 yards, kind of like what Kirk did, but then yeah. ended up coming back. Yeah. But. You had to get all Jalen about it. Yeah, I mean, but they if they keep winning, dude, that's going to take it out of you. And at some point, I mean, again, we've talked mm-hmm. about this too. You know how many times we've seen one seeds that are great in, in, during the regular season and end up shitting the bed in the playoffs? You know what well, I mean? Well, they're losses to the commanders. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that just shows just it can happen. It can happen. And that team is – commanders are decent, right? We barely beat them. But still, like, they're a good, they're a good team. Yeah, and not. they got kind of screwed out of last night's game. Yep. So I mean, I mean, maybe the Giants, the NFL, want the Giants in the in the playoffs. I don't know. I don't know. But that game yesterday was pretty wild. I mean, it it, it was just cool to see that our team JJ's kind of limping right, maybe, and KJ steps up. You have Thielen there when you need him. Uh, Hawkinson, the Hawk, is there. You know, we had, what what's our third, second, third string, whatever other tight end made a couple of key plays. Munt, yeah, Munt, yeah, Johnny Munt. Um, defensively, we started playing a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, I I just don't understand the makeup of this team and the fact that it's like I, I feel like some of it is them not wanting to show their hand. I feel like that's the the situation or something. Like the coaches <laughs> offensively, defensively are like, don't put anything on film. Let's just get through these games the best we can and not show what we can do because because it's like regular season for for show, postseason for dough. We got to make it. 
uh, you know, a copyright Paul Allen. But it's like that's yeah. that's what we've got to do to every nothing matters. You get into the postseason to the playoffs. Your regular season doesn't really matter. No, Stats, you're zero, how zero you won, at that What point. you did, none of that matters. Yep. It's how you're seeded in the playoffs and how you can handle all of the teams are really freaking good, especially in the NFC. Yeah, the NFC is definitely looking better than the AFC right now. Which wasn't sure. the case a few years back. No. And we looked it wasn't horrible. the case this year. Yeah. The, <laughs> no. Like but, in the beginning. Like yeah. Everybody thought the AFC was but, way better. Yeah. Te- teams across the NFL you don't want to play. I mean, Eagles, the Niners. No. The Cowboys, meh. Meh. But, but you, you know, like you really don't want to play the Niners or the Eagles. Yep. Houston almost beat the Chiefs yesterday. The yeah. Chiefs got lucky at the end of that game. We, we've <laughs> swept the AFC teams. You yep. know what I mean? Like, uh, we could do this. This is gonna. This is a Except stat. For the NFC. Team. Yeah, <laughs> this is a stat that you're gonna love, Matt. Duke yes. Shelley was the highest graded Vikings player yesterday. He played, he played great. Hundred percent of the defensive snaps, allowing only two catches for 15 yards, and additionally, he had two pass breakups and three tackles. Mm. Duke yeah. Shelley. Guess who was? And up? I will honestly say, guys, like in the first half, everybody wants to blame it on the defense. Like defense held up pretty well. Yeah. If you honestly yeah. think about it, they. The what the special teams on the first play gives up a long thing. They they end up holding him to a field goal there. Yeah, and then there was the block punt that went for a touchdown. Yep. Think that's not mm-hmm. on them. Um, and then the pick six that's yep. not on them. Nope. And then the failed fourth and one, and let they were down in their own end zone. You know, basically yeah. their own end zone, and they held him to a field goal down there. It was not on the defense. The defense gave up like. I don't know, 20 points in the whole, 22 points in the whole game. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's not it bad. Was, it was just some of yeah. those, it was just some of those yeah. third and longs that we were giving up in the middle yeah. of the field and stuff. Yeah. But we already know that we're going to give up a we're ton of yards. That. You know what I mean? Yeah. I and, and the other thing too, that fourth and one, I don't know what it is, but we call the stupidest damn plays on fourth and one. <laughs> yeah. A like, sweep to CJ Ham. Like, what? The, that's not. Uh, sweet plays are great, and especially on fourth and one, they're great. But CJ Ham, really? I yeah. love CJ Ham, and maybe a, a little pass out to him because you know he can catch it. But you know, in that sneaky weird, right? But what? Like just like what the frick? As soon as they call, they line up. I'm like, no, no, oh, no. And the, and the fake punt, which was a, actually a good play call, it totally would have worked. And, but and the ball just sailed. <laughs> like there's a reason he's punting. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, actually, I don't like that call there. It, to be honest, I don't like. I don't. I don't I, see the point I, of it. I don't mind the fourth and one call. Um, I I don't like the way that it was drawn up. Like I don't think you give it to CJ Ham. You definitely don't run up the middle with uh, the way that they were playing the run up the middle. But right. Um, yeah, I I just think that the that fake punt, like if you're just gonna do it, like if you're gonna go for it on fourth at that point, like because I don't think it like caught anybody off guard because that guy was right on him. Yeah, like he was on him too, and it did sail a little bit, but he was there. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And well, if the throw was right though, he would have caught it. Yeah, that's it, the thing. It had to hit he, him right in the numbers. He man. turned, he turned, and if that throw was lower, he would have been tackled, but it would have been a first down. Yeah. But I think I get it though. You know, KOC's trying to figure out something, trying to get some momentum because it was just like getting out of hand quickly because that's what happened in the Dallas game. It got out of hand so quickly where we couldn't come back. And and the defense was able to just pin its ears back and get to Kirk Cousins. So, you know. Here's something that I just thought of every fourth down conversion we've ever had this year, I don't know if this is true or not, it's KJ. Really? I don't know, right? You should look that up. 
it might I mean, be true. He's a beast, like, man. Yeah. How many times has he like gets hit and then still is able to get more yardage? Like yeah. I don't, that dude is just he ain't got a lot of quit in him. You no, know what I mean? man, and he's, a boy ain't got a lot of quit. No, I love it. I no, love. I think I love he it. should be the number two wide receiver now. Put Thielen in the slot, and then. Well, yeah. I mean, move people around. But. I know Adam was pretty frustrated yesterday because there was a, a a clip of him getting pretty upset at the you know on the sidelines talking to KOC. I don't. I mean, it wasn't like you know. It was more right. like, hey man, was... I'm your second best receiver on this team. Get me the ball somehow. And then he made a big play to get us one of our touchdowns. Adam Thielen got a touchdown. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, the big yeah, play before then. He's great at that. Yeah. That's like. Use him on those things. Use him on third downs as well. You know, because yeah. he has hands and he runs good early yep. routes. Yep. You know, yep. but yep. he just doesn't have the speed anymore. Like KJ has the speed yep. on the outside. Yeah, and I do. I remember at one point during the game, um, Nate Burleson said something like, "Ooh, he had feeling wide open there." Oh yeah, but he, but he like you know Cousins check down. Hindsight, right? I mean, we're not we're everybody's sitting from a from a seat looking down yeah. from a thousand yards it's like oh yeah it looks like he's easy to make that throw but maybe he couldn't that window was closed i don't know but and i don't remember what play it was and i don't remember what the i remember was. that what you're talking about for sure so it was just it's just unreal again that i mean games like that don't happen it don't well, happen we battle back which is is i think and you've said this a lot stitch going into the playoffs being battle tested yep. you know what i mean and and having that about you probably is going to there's a couple things that could happen from it right he's either a we're worn down we're wore out yeah and we get into the playoffs and we're limping in or b we're battle tested and here we come and it's about to get down to a fight yeah, and I, I like our odds in a fight i do too I you do know too. and uh, i mean relatively we've stayed healthy for the most part, yeah. Besides some key parts on the defensive ball, Cam Dantzler played pretty well too yesterday yeah. or on Saturday, um, and so I think Cam I don't toe. know. They were kept talking about too that KOC like during the offseason. As soon as he took over this team, he did player yeah. interviews, and then like he he did like these player nights and games and stuff with them where it was building camaraderie within the team. Yeah, and you can tell that every one of these people, no matter who it is. That everybody loves each other on this team. There's yeah, not yeah. one bad egg. There's not a couple bad eggs. There's no drama within the locker room. Yeah. Any of that stuff. And I think that is why we are able to, you know, come back and win these games that we're not supposed to win is because yeah. these guys, they believe in each other and they believe in KOC or KO, however mm-hmm. you want to say his name. And I think that that's huge. That is huge yeah, going into it is. the camaraderie and the chemistry of the team, no matter if you're giving up 500 yards per game and 30 points per game as long as you we're 11 and 3 yeah. all right i don't want i want to stop hearing about this well this is the fra- most fraudulent 11 and 3 team there might be an argument for that Maybe. but i don't care we're 11 and 3 we just won the NFC North the first time in what since 2017 that's 5 years ago yep. so i mean we're doing Something. Give us some fucking credit, please. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that, and I and I bet you there's well, a lot of teams honest, out there that don't want to play us. Yeah, you know. Go ahead, no. Matt. Yeah, like honestly, I think that they actually after this game are weirdly giving us more credit now, even though it's weird because that first half was like the worst I've ever seen them play <laughs> yeah. all year, yeah. even more than the Cowboys. Yeah. Um, but. You know, the resiliency in this team is huge. 
Like it, yeah. it is, and that, like, like you said, and I'll reiterate it, that doesn't happen without culture. No, nope. like you're yeah. not going to come back from that. Nobody ever has. <laughs> so, right. like, it's just, it's, it's one of those things. Well, and it, it just shows us too. Like, hey, if we're down by 20 points and a half in the playoff game, you know, for us as Vikings fans, and for us who've watched this game, this team every year, this year, every game, mm-hmm. we're not going to be worried. Everybody else might be like, ha, you suck, you're down, blah, blah, blah. We're going to be like, we've proved this multiple times. Yeah. Multiple, not, ten times. We're not too worried. I I just, man, I it, it it scares me to get out of the NFC. I almost won't feel as bad going to the Super Bowl versus whomever. You yeah. know what I mean? Because the AFC teams I don't think are as threatening to me, in my mind, as the Eagles, the Cowboys, the Niners. Yeah. I mean, because those teams that you just mentioned – have the best defenses. Yeah. There's not one AFC team in the playoff picture right now that have a better defense than those teams that you just mentioned. The better teams, the Jets have, and the Patriots, they're not playoff teams right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Jets just lost to the Lions again. The one team that would scare me in the AFC is the Cincinnati Bengals. No, the yeah, Bengals. No, it's Kansas City. <laughs> no. Cincinnati didn't have a great game yesterday until they came back. Joe Burrow, man, so. four touchdowns. I'm saying Joe Burrow is. If if I wasn't a Vikings fan, I'd be a Bengals fan. I don't care. <laughs> the, the, no. I'm just saying Joe Burrow is unreal. He's, They're getting pretty injured though too, because um, they just lost what T Higgins and Tyler Boyd. So they're down to just Jamar Chase. Basically. Really? I didn't yeah. know that. I didn't see that. I just. Yeah. I was trying. Yeah, he would. They were both out yesterday. I was trying to finish out. No, because T. Higgins must have went out during the game because I was watching. Oh bit no, T. Higgins. Like, no, he was injured. I guess he came back. Oh, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but Tyler Boyd's out. So, so should we start our our moment of gripe on the refs? Because like, yeah. not only our game, but our game was pretty bad. We kind of already talked about that. But like all the games in the NFL, like there was some. Sketchy ref, and last night, a good for instance is the ones that are really blatant, obvious, are the commanders against the Giants. End of the game, I mean, there was multiple plays, but at the end of the game, the commanders line up for a third and goal on the maybe one ish, right, one or two, and their their wideout goes over, gives the ref the thumbs up, like, "Am I good?" Yeah, you know, on the line, ref gives them like a head nod or something, so he's thinking he's good. And then throws the flag on him, which makes it a third and goal from like the 11 or 12. And even though he just checked with the ref that threw the flag, which is kind of messed up. Yeah. And then they told that had to totally be pass interference yeah. on the guy in the end zone. I don't know how it wasn't. Like they even the announcers were like, that is word for word. Like that the is definition. what they use yeah. to define pass interference. His arms were around the other guy's arms, couldn't jump. His arms are stuck down to his side, and here comes a ball. Hits the guy in, like, the chest face mask kind of area. It was like a totally catchable ball and incomplete. Guy just waves it off like it's nothing. Ball game. Yeah. You know, like, what? Yeah, I just – and we've talked about it so many times. These refs have to be held accountable for missed calls like that or blatant calls that they just completely get wrong. The two fumbles on our – for touchdowns. That was, I mean, because that would have probably sparked the comeback a lot sooner. Yeah. We probably wouldn't have been down 33 to nothing if we got those two yeah. calls. You know what I mean? Like, and who knows? Honestly, who knows how the game would have ended? Let's just be honest. Like, yeah. Because even, okay, fine, the whistle playing the, the, the play dead, fine. Let's call, 
we'll scratch that one even. Yep. The other one, though, blatant, that would have been six points our way. So we would have probably had seven. Yep. And who knows? That would have left more time for the Colts. Would they have made a, a game-winning drive? Would yeah. they? You know what I mean? Like, I'm just saying, like, how it all ended up going into overtime or whatever, how would that have played out had we gotten that? You know what I mean? Right. Not just for our team. Yeah. For the Colts teams, too. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not bitching at the refs just to say because we want to win. Let's be honest. Like, who knows how the game could have played out if it would have played out correctly. Yeah, I just don't quite understand, like, why the refs (laughs) have so much power. I think I got a fix for this. These refs need to be full-time. Yeah, but like it's it blows my mind that this is a multi-billion-dollar, uh, you know, company in the NFL, yeah. and they don't have full-time refs. They can't pay them, so they have other jobs outside of hand. Because then, at that point, you can start finding them the way that you find your players that are yeah. full-time for you. Um, because these two calls, um, the one, the one, uh, you know, where they they called it super quick, like yeah, the whistle he's still pushing the forward progress, for, yeah. Yeah, that one was egregious, but the one where he blatantly fumbled, and it was a running back, too, which they, like, let them take nine offensive linemen to push them, and, like, I even texted you guys that. I was like, like... Why? You know, I understand. Like, it's just... but, But they called that one so early. That one is... You should be fired. Well, yeah, that because one, yeah, they called it down by contact, and he was clearly standing when and, the ball was on the ground. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, and you know, I understand. Uh, what was it, Shannon Sullivan, who picked that up, and he's just pissed. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm yeah. pissed as well. Well, because you know? he was he was the first one that got the first touchdown too. He did two of two of yeah. them were coming back. I, yeah, and he it's, got it's, he got penalized. So they they challenged the call or they reviewed it, whatever. We got the fumble. Yeah, but he still got the penalty for unsportsmanlike yeah, for unsportsmanlike conduct. So that where not only was it the ball couldn't advance to a touchdown, which it should have been. We also got we got the ball, but it was like a fifteen yard penalty. So yeah. we were back in our own end zone, end zone almost. Like and like you put us in every situation yep. to fail. To fail and we still were able to Didn't pull work. it out. Yeah, it's stupid. I, I kind of agree with you, Matt, on that whole ref thing. It blows my mind. I mean, think about it. Let's like pull yourself back and look at this. You're looking at the NFL as a whole as a major, huge corporation. Corporation and what they are, how much money they make, how how much they listen followers, everything. I mean, yep. think we're sitting here talking about everything the NFL does on a podcast. Right. That's just the trickle effect of them. And they don't even have full-time refs. They have guys like we do at our league softball. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> that yeah. are like, well, I have other jobs, but I just come here for a little extra cash. Yeah. You know? Like, really? You don't think you can afford guys that need to train full-time? Because then maybe they wouldn't make these mistakes. You right. know what I mean? Let's let's We're saying this like they're fixing games or they're like trying to swing points but what if they're just so untrained that they make these mistakes because they're just honest they go they're like well i gotta gotta file that report tomorrow oh crap uh was i supposed to wait and blow this dead now or wait you know what i mean like like the justin jefferson running out of bounds thing last week you know what i mean it's like those kind of mistakes it's like let that stuff play out yeah some refs do some refs don't if they were full-time refs like you say matt they would 
maybe all be on the same page. Right. It reminds me yesterday, real quick point, Matt, uh, when you said when you texted us and, and you're like, don't worry, the Vegas is trying to protect its spread. And then yeah. we were favored by four, okay? Yeah. At that game and we, we won by three. So <laughs> Yeah. Dude. We bought we Tom Brady that. But That's if the other we took if you bet the Vikings, right? With the four points against the spread, you would have lost because yeah. we <laughs> we won by yeah, three. Yeah, but I I saw this and this was what's crazy. A guy took he took five dollars and betted on um, Minnesota to win um, at half, and the it was like twenty. It was like plus twenty thousand. Oh, plus two thousand. Wow, plus two thousand, not twenty thousand. So you made like what? What is that? It's like. Well, $1,995. I don't know the number. I don't understand that's that. A, that's insane. Yeah. Well, because the, yeah, the, the, odds, like the odds always change no matter what time you yeah. bet. You know, that's why the la- the lines fluctuate so based much. on who's betting what and what's going on constantly. 10000 Yeah. Obviously, that's easy math. I that, don't even know why I had to do that. So, but, yeah. Yeah. $10,000 off five bucks. Wow. You know? That's insane. That's an honest yeah. good bet, though. You're like, yeah, throw five bucks on this. What if? Yeah, well, who cares, we right? Like, it's five percent to win. Yeah, point zero four percent. I know. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, That's all it man. Takes, baby. What hey, if we, I tell my wife on my point four percent? I know we always joke about this, but like, it, it has to be a real conversation based on how this season is going. Like, what if we really win the Super Bowl? Yeah. Like what that would mean, not only for the organization, but fans like Mark Houston, who fucking hates the Vikings because of what they've done to his yeah. heart from year in and year out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and there's so many Vikings fans like that, yeah. not only in the state of Minnesota, but in South Dakota, North Dakota, and oh, all yeah. over the country. You know, yeah. we've been labeled as the choke artists. We've been labeled as the 0-4 Super Bowl losers, you know, and like all yeah. these things. What if it finally happens with a rookie head coach, yeah. Kirk Cousins, who's been hated his entire career, who was I was not a believer when we signed him for $84 million five yeah, years I ago. That. I was not a believer. <laughs> yeah. and, and I was. I was. And then I, and I, I was. Yeah. And then, you know, and then the way that Kirk, it was even the last few years of Zimmer, and he showed it to me. It was the second year before Zimmer was fired. And, like, with that defense, because that defense was terrible. And Mm -hmm. Kirk literally put that team on Um, his shoulders. And we still ended up 500. We missed the playoffs. And then last year, he was still playing out of his mind against a really really bad defense. We didn't make the playoffs. And then this year, just what he's doing, man. He's a top-10 quarterback, statistically. Yeah. He's 10-0 and and one-score games and leads the NFL in NFL comebacks. I just—and Kirk wears— what his wife tells him to. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's wild, right? Because to go off of what you're saying, too, is the NFL kind of likes teams like that. Look at last year, like um, the Bengals, right? Yeah. And the, halfway through the year, nobody would have thought and it was. the Rams. Yeah, yeah, the Bengals and the Rams would be. No, it's going to be the Chiefs and, the, and Buffalo. Or not Chiefs and Buffalo and Super no. Bowl. But yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It's going to be one of those two teams. It's going to be, you know, that's how it was playing out. So they, the the NFL is favoring these like I wouldn't quite say underdogs, maybe middle but dogs. Good story, middle dog. It makes story. for the story. They want followers, you know. Sometimes I sometimes I go back and forth. I know we've joked about this, but is the NFL real or is it WWE <laughs> NFL? Because 
there's a little bit of fakeness in some of this stuff, I, you know? I mean, maybe, but, I mean, like, just for an example, Greg Joseph still has to kick that field goal to win it, whether it's rigged yeah. or not. He's still, I mean, that physically being mm-hmm. able to kick a 45-yard field goal or whatever it was, yeah. you know, that's that's hard. Well, in Austin, not 316, everybody can do that. Austin 316 might blow his knee out <laughs> yeah. doing a chokehold on somebody, too. I mean, there's uh, you still got to be physically able to, to do the stuff. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And all of a sudden, he can't win the belt, you yeah. know? But so I mean it's it's fake to a point, right? It's like maybe. Do you think so? I don't know. I'm I, just saying. No, I mean, I, it's not. I I hear this all the time, right? Like <clears throat> it's just it's just because of like the refing has been god awful this year um, mm-hmm. across and, the league again, not just in our games. Mm-mm. Yeah, across the league, um, and I think that they're trying to like have more safety on players. That's why they're calling plays dead faster mm-hmm. um but they need to look into that more like because like they don't give two shits about running backs no running backs i agree get, with like you. nailed in the head like but you know they're prime star players like on which are their quarterbacks and their wide receivers you know they don't want them to get hurt right mm-hmm. so i think i think that's the biggest thing and it's kind of like hypocrisy right you know yeah i mean it it makes sense because like you know with the the way that the sporting world and the sport betting world has grown exponentially i mean you've always been able to bet on sports but now it's like it's it's probably a multi-billion dollar corporation itself vegas itself you know what i mean like people bet on games all the time and so I can understand why people are like, well, it's rigged because they need the money for Vegas and whatever. Yeah. But I, yeah, it's, I mean, it's still the competitive nature. Like if, if, even if you were John Cena and I was Steve Austin and yeah. Vince McMahon walked up to said, hey, Steve Austin, you're going to do this and lose tonight, the competitive person in me would be like, no, <laughs> you know, like I don't want to make that happen. But I, you also sign my checks. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, I guess whatever. But, but- if you look at it at the beginning of the season, they had like Minnesota as an eight win team, nine win team. Yeah. So they, you know, they're losing money on that. They lost money. Yeah. On that, but it's the it's whole, true. that's a good so. point. It's the whole scheme of it, right? And I'm not saying it's fake as in like, hey, this team's going to win, this team's going to win. But I, I, I wonder sometimes if, and, and this is me just, I don't know if I believe in what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. But like, I, I wonder if with the refs fixing games, Right, like like say we joke about uh, with getting the point spread for the betting, is it that way? Because if not too long ago, a few years back, the the uh, viewership for the NFL was going down. The NFL don't like that, right? Well, that they're was, here to make money. Yeah, yeah. They're 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 their business. They're here to make money, so they can't be losing viewers. Well, and it was because what? Let's see who's playing Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, right? right. It's like it's the same thing over and over. Oh, the Green Bay Packers are always good, and oh, this team's always good. Now it's the Chiefs. Oh, okay, but it was like these. Teams that would just go clean slate every year, right? And it was like, I wonder who's playing who. Like, these teams are always the best ones. Now, you don't know. You don't know at all. You truly don't know. And when we go into the playoffs, you truly don't know. So I feel like that's the NFL having a part in that, whether that's changing the rules a little bit, whether that's the refs calling certain plays, not calling certain plays, whatever, right? They're kind of trying to even the play field to kind of favor teams, not necessarily saying, hey, we're going to pave the way for you, Minnesota, to win the Super Bowl. We're going to pave the way for you, whatever team, to win the Super Bowl. It's more like we just need these matchups 
How many games are judged by one score this year? It's so many. So many. Because they're more they're worth watching more. You yep. don't want to turn it off. No. We were down by thirty three points. I People wanted to turn like, it this off. Game's but I was over. Going to. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you regret turning it off. Yeah. Because we came back and won. And that's just my example, I guess, of I'm not sure if I believe what I say. Right. It's just that's how I feel a little it's bit. It's worth conversating about. It's a topic. Yeah. No, I agree. Um also I think a, a point to why there's so many like one score games, things like that is there's just not those high-end um, quarterbacks anymore. That's not true. Like, you've got, That's you've not got true. Josh Allen. Well, not like you don't have, like, the Tom Brady and just the Peyton Manning, you know, like yeah. like we yeah. had. Well, I know. Um, That's what and, I'm... like, all these other guys have, got, like, kind of come down. Or or they're just getting closer together. That could be yeah. too, right? Like, well, like, that could be. Let me deliver it to you, same message in a different angle. Uh-huh. All right. Do you think it could be what I just said, or is it that the NFL's draft, the way they do things, the trading, the, the all that stuff is tr- starting to finally take full form? Right. The the teams are a little bit more even. There's the eliteness is spread out. You know what I mean? Uh, you, you can only, first of all, one of the problems is probably that they pay somebody, here's an elite wide receiver, running back, quarterback, whatever, right? They pay them an ungodly amount of money, and they there's a cap. So they can't pay anybody else. Yeah. So it's not like you can have a team full of elite players. You have one or two, and then you kind of got to fill in the rest, right? Yeah. So your team suffers from that, and that's set up by the NFL, and, and that's a good thing, right? Yeah. They're not cheating. They're trying to keep things even. So maybe, on the other hand, it's the way it is. They've put it this way because it's actually working. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the when did when was that? I want to say it was within ten years. I don't remember specifically, but when they changed um, uh, the rookie salary cap, because like you, you as a top ten pick or a first round pick, you're only it's a four year rookie deal, and there's it's only for eighty million. I don't know the number, right? But that's what it is. Doesn't matter who you are, what yeah. position. That's the number, yeah. right? And then you get you renegotiated after four years. That that was the reason for that because there were so many people before that rule was changed. Where if you were a first pick and you were getting two hundred million, and you've never taken an NFL snap, and then you get injured, that team is out that two hundred million. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, so there's a lot of things that that makes sense. I mean, I don't know. It's just interesting. We're talking yeah, about it, true. right? It's entertainment, right? It's yeah, entertainment, it is. and we're entertained. That was – I've never seen anything like that game on Saturday. Wow, bro. That's for sure. And also, Matt, there's great quarterbacks for years to come, and I can name 10 of them right now, the top 10. Well, no, I'm just saying, like, you know, there was, like, two top I, – I worded it wrong. Oh, okay. There was, like, two top, t- like, quarterbacks. Yeah, that's true. And those were always the ones that were going to make it, and those were always the ones that were going to win. I, they're a lot closer now yeah. um, when it comes to skill level. Right. Um, You know, you got, like – Jalen Hurts, but Mahomes, you know, Mahomes, uh, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. Uh, there's there's yep. tons of them. Joe Burrow, a little bit more of a pocket passer. Tua Tunga Valoa. I can't even yep. pronounce that. <laughs> I, yeah. I, he hold on. Tua Tunga Valoa. Yeah. Our good buddy, Zachy Poo. Yeah. Big huge Dolphins fan. Brian Blair, big huge Dolphins fan. Yeah. They're talking about this elite Tua Tunga Valoa. I can't see it. <laughs> I mean, I don't see it. Statistically, it, he's having a great year. 
but yeah, he's and also you have Waddle and you have Tariq Hill. Um, yeah, Tariq Hill. It's it's not hard I, to have a better year than you've had. Right. Right. Prior. Well, I mean, I, I don't, think I could. Well, that's why I was like, because he gets mad. Zach does get because I told him I was like, Joe Burrow is ten times a quarterback the tool it will ever be. So and then like well, he took that and ran with that because I was kind of just like we were at beat ups and I was drinking. And I don't mean that he's ten times better. I'm just saying that like Joe Burrow yeah. will have a longer history and a much more successful career than Tua. I know that deep down in my soul. Yeah. Yeah, without injury. Yeah, yeah without yeah, injury. Just, right. If he could stay healthy. I think yeah. Joe Burrow, honestly, is I don't I'm not saying that he's gonna win seven Super Bowls, but I think he's the next Tom Brady. Just the way how he handles himself, who he is, and just how successful he's gonna be. Yeah, he's a winner for yep. sure. Yeah. <clears throat> he kinda reminds me of like Kurt Warner a little bit. Yeah, oh so. yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. It's wild though. And, and like like we just said, that's what keeps us coming back for more, the NFL right. and uh, the uh, the entertainment value. I feel like they fixed it. Because there was a few years back I didn't care that much about football. Right. Kind of cared, but now I care enough about football where even if the Vikings weren't relevant, I'd still be watching other games because I'm like I kind of care. I and it has nothing to do with fantasy. Has nothing. To, it's more like I'm, I'm rooting for these guys. I am a Bills fan. I do want Joe Burrow to do well. How bad is Tua Tungavaloa going to play? You yeah, know, yeah. like what's going on with the Cowboys? They're I always like... they're America's team, but yet they always lose. You know, and it's like so. What we you know where are we at? It keeps you coming back for more, right? I mean, look at the Giants and the Jets this year, surprising everyone. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like the Lions, the Lions, the Lions are in the playoffs for the first yep. time since well, they're not eighteen fifty three. They're on the well, they're not there yet. They're not there yet. They're they're oh. the second team. They're right below the Seahawks, but they're at seven and seven. If they win out, they have a good shot. Um, and you know, I'm, I'd be happy to play the Lions. Wait, wait, wait. Tonight it's Monday. Yeah, Packers. Rams. Okay, so I have a thought on this, all right? Okay. And it's not because I'm a Packers hater. I mean, some of it is, and I'm an Aaron Rodgers hater. But Baker Mayfield, yeah, okay, the, yeah. Had, <laughs> just, just the story of his career is yeah. just insane, right? He's a Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah. He's he's a talented quarterback. Is he going to put a Green Bay Packer flag in the middle of their field? I think he's going to win tonight. I And I think that I – well, let me say this. I, I will say that if I was betting in Vegas, because yeah. the Packers are favored by seven. Wow. I think that well, the Rams – I know. Too. Yeah, exactly. I think the Rams cover, all right? I think it's going to be a lot closer than seven. However, I do think, if I'm not betting, I think Baker wins tonight because the yeah. Packers' defense is trash. Do you think and, he balls out? And ba- I think he does because he came in and won that game last week, right, last Thursday – Right, he's had ten games, ten days to prepare, yeah. and he's just like rejuvenated because he's with yep. the Rams, who Mentally. won a Super Bowl, yep. who are a talented team, just had had a bad year with injuries and uh-huh. everything. Sean McVay is a Super Bowl winning coach. I can't stand the guy, but you know he's an offensive minded coach. Yeah, he's kind of got that fiery attitude, just yep. like Baker does. I think they're both I, short. I also think that Matthew Stafford should be done. Well, if it's a neck injury, I agree. But yeah. him and Baker Mayfield and Matthew Stafford kind of play a lot alike, right? They're a little bit of a gunslinger. Yep. Baker's a little quicker in the pocket. Yep. Like, if he's got a scramble, then it's the reason Matthew's hurt. If you can knock out some of those mental things that Baker does in games sometimes, you know, because he's just trying to win. Or, you know, he's just trying to win, so he just throws the ball. He's kind of like Brett Favre in that manner. Like Brett, Matt Stafford, too. Yeah, Just throw the ball, and then you get picked off. Yeah. He's not good. <laughs> Shut not, up, man. He's I'm a not Baker good, fan. Oh man, like it's. I I'm sorry. Like I right. would. 
yeah. Hey, he took the Browns. Nothing to be sorry he, about. He won a playoff game for the Browns. He okay. turned the Browns around. Yeah. He unplugged that Brown. He did. That's true. <laughs> I mean, he did have the fiery attitude, I guess, to turn them around. But yeah. then, you and know. Then I, yeah, I mean, I get it. He's definitely had a roller coaster of a year or over, of a career. Over a career. But. I and mean, he had crappy he was, coaches. He was bad in Carolina. It was it was not fun to watch. Yeah, but, Carolina. Yeah, in Carolina. Yeah, right. But mm. he didn't really have anybody to throw to besides DJ Moore. Yeah, I don't even was, really blame him for Carolina. But it's just like Carolina is just a bad team. Yeah, bad, like badly ran, I should say. Yeah, so, yeah. But I do think that the Rams win tonight. So I'm market market here. Market market down. <laughs> market here. Yeah. I, well. I, well, yeah, maybe because maybe the Green Bay is just kind of. Yeah, they're on their way out. They probably because they're not going anywhere. I've been seeing a lot of Aaron Rodgers pictures in Broncos uniforms lately. Um, I also have been seeing a lot of him. They can't afford that. (laughs) They can't just. They're gonna double down. (laughs) They can't just cut Cut Russell Russell Wilson. Wilson. Was that real? Somebody asked. Somebody uh, uh, went to Russell Wilson and asked for their money back. No. Did you guys hear that? No. No, it really happened. Or. I don't know, actually, but they're saying somebody actually went to him and said, dude, we want our money back. Like, <laughs> like somebody from the Broncos well, organization? Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's, I they mean, obviously, you can't, you can't do that. But wow. I mean, you would have if you're going to cut Russell Wilson, I mean, yeah, you're going to lose some money, but you would hope to just trade him and somebody well, pick up that salary. You're going to lose it all. It's yeah. guaranteed? Yeah, it's oh fully guaranteed. It's like two hundred million. Fully <laughs> oh guaranteed. my god! <laughs> Look, I'm a Russell Wilson fan. I, uh, for him, I hope whatever the heck is going on, it's uh, he bounces back next year. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, or even this year, I hope he balls. I I really like Russell Wilson as a human being. I love watching him play football when it's good, and I I just I want to see him continue. Mm-hmm. And you know, Peyton Manning did the same thing when they p- brought him to the Broncos. He sucked. His first year, it was like, oh, my God, why did we do this? No, and that's then, exactly the opposite. He was great his first year. They oh, really? Made it yeah. a Super Bowl I, said, I thought he sucked in the no, next they, year. No, it, was, it wasn't his first year the that they won the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. It wasn't his it first was, year, was it? might have been his second. It was, But he was he was great the first year, though, too. Oh. Yeah, Peyton, I mean, he was definitely still at the height because he had something to prove. Like, Indianapolis I'm, was, like, trying to get rid of him. I thought it was his first him. year, guys. Like, I don't know. Sure it was. I don't remember. Really, I just what? I thought of the, I thought there was a thing where he he wasn't that good the first year. Second year went to the Super Bowl and the defense won it, and then the third year, uh, the defense won it <laughs> again. Yeah, because yeah. that year he played against Cam he, Newton. Cam Newton, Cameron, because he won two Super Bowls with them. The the one he was bad, but had to come in because Brock Osweiler got hurt. Mm. Um, let's see. Yeah, whatever happened to that guy? Four years. <laughs> he was bad. That's Man. what happened to him. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> so Christmas Eve, we uh, we get the night game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a whiteout in Minnesota. They're asking everybody to wear white. Yeah. It's white uniforms. Um, we're going to talk about this later this week too. Yeah, we're going to talk about this later this week. But I do want final. Dissected. I want final thoughts on the. Any other final thoughts from the game on Saturday, and just some opening thoughts for the Giants on Christmas Eve. <clears throat> go ahead, anybody. Matt. Well, you want me to go first? All right. Yeah. Um, I mean, final thoughts is what a game, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's there. It's. I, yeah. You can't even talk about it. 
I don't even know. It's amazing. You know, that's uh, that's so funny like, that you say that because some uh, uh, Ben Lieber, who's one of our Vikings, he's an old school linebacker for us, yeah. and he also Analysts. does some of the analysts, and he's a Vikings.com guy. He he interviewed Dalvin after the after the game, and mm-hmm. he's like, "How do you explain a game like that?" And Dalvin's like, "You don't. <laughs> you, you just don't. You just he's don't. Like, you live in the moment, man. And like, yeah. there's there's no way we can explain that game. What happened? It happened." And that just gives yeah. us fuel to the fire to finish out this season strong, make I'm, a playoff run. Kirk Cousins about broke down in tears when that guy, uh, Tom Polisero or whatever, was like, that is the biggest comeback in NFL history. And he's like, yeah, that's the biggest enough. one. And I'm going to need a moment here. Yeah, you know, yeah. like You could tell he was like, oh, my God, that just happened. Um, uh, you know, Final thoughts for me, it was amazing. Just wow. What do you do? Live in that moment. That's cool. I, I hope we can take that second half momentum defensively, offensively, and carry it through the rest of the year. We've all we're still waiting. We've got what two or three game three games left in the season. Yep. We're waiting for that game where we put it all together like we did the first game when we played the Packers, mm-hmm. and and it just like it sh- we show how dominant we are. Yeah. And uh, that's what I'm hoping. We keep waiting, and I don't know if it's ever going to happen, my friend. Super, I think I, I'm fine with. I I I wish that we don't have to have a heart attack each and every Super week. Bowl, homeboy. But I do think that we can win. <laughs> also, last final thoughts. I just want to say, Greg Joseph, you can miss all your PATs all you want, but mm-hmm. you any time that you've been put in a position, specifically this year and last year, to win a game, he has done it. So, Greg Joseph. Shout out to you, buddy. I know you're listening right now. <laughs> Maybe there's not <laughs> enough pressure on it. You know what I mean? He needs more pressure. Yeah, and then um, KOC actually teared up uh, during his um, locker room speech. Yeah. I don't know if you guys got to see that, but that was special. Yep. That yep. just shows that he loves this team. The players love him, and uh, we have a special we have a special team, gentlemen, and yeah. uh, it's fun to watch. And I don't even care if we don't make it to the Super Bowl. No, I'm just saying this has been a special season, beginning. and it's been an honor to do, do this podcast with you guys, and it's just been fun. This so. is our density, Def- <laughs> destiny. Oh, I am destiny. <laughs> um, on the Giants uh, game, I mean, we don't need, we're not pressured to win. So, I mean, I, do we rest some of our starters? I don't know. I feel like no, we no. we are still playing for two, the number two seed because <clears> the 49ers the number are, two. Yeah, yeah. We're, the 49ers are right on our butt. So, I think the Giants just had a big game against the. I don't think the Giants are that great, but they are a team on the rise. They're playing for that head coach, so that makes sense. But uh, I, I, you know, mm-hmm. I do feel like we—if it ever going to be a complete game, it's going to happen. You know, yeah. it's gonna. Yeah, I mean, if you get the number two seed, you get two home games. Yep, at least you so. know, and then you just hope that the number one seed gets beat in the second round. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thirty-three to nothing, gentlemen. 39-36, the largest comeback in NFL history. This was awesome, and I'm just I'm still living on that high. And let's continue it into Christmas Eve, and let's have a special holiday, gentlemen. Let's do it. Let's do it. Score! Score! Vikings, let's win this game. Score! Vikings, honor your name. Go get that first down, then get a touchdown. Rock up, suck up. Fight, 
Vikings Water Cooler Talk with Stitch and BJ is hosted by Mitchell Stafford, a.k.a. Stitch, and Brandon Jones, a.k.a. BJ. Produced by Mark Houston, engineered by Chris Jacquez, audio or audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you like what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment. This was a Home Slice Podcast Network production.